Hey, Daytona 500 coming up this afternoon. Actually may benefit uh, the Super Bowl of uh, NASCAR being on a Sunday kind of a uh, standalone. I'll be there. 3 o'clock today. So I thought you were like going to Daytona. Am I getting on the PJ? Uh, no. Oh, I, I mean, I, I know you got Florida connections I, and all. I, I've been there one time. It is quite the experience. I bet. Uh, it's not easy to get in and out of. Yeah. Um, but we'll be watching today. So I, I would say I wanted to watch it yesterday, but it's got kind of a standalone. I think it'll think it'll do well. Did you watch on the infield? Uh, no. Okay. No, it didn't have great seats, but I just went for the experience. Yeah. You know, you, you live there, you got to go once. Sure. All right, here is uh, Andrew on the uh, 42 Degree The Source uh, Hotline. Good morning, Andrew. Hello, fellas. What's up? How you doing? Hey, first of all, let me ask you, how are we feeling about tomorrow night? Not feeling good, I'll be honest, but yeah. Okay. Uh, the reason, just, the reason uh, being? Uh, the death. Okay. And uh, I sure. just think, I just think uh, also UConn, way more athletic than we are. All right. That's my take. Okay. The depth and the athleticism of UConn. And, you know, I don't know if... It seemed like they played with more intensity the last game than Creighton did. Now, if maybe if maybe if Creighton comes with a little more intensity, which I hope they do at home, Maybe it will be a different story, but they need to bring way more intensity than they did. You're, you're talking about the first matchup last month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they if they play with the same purpose that they had in the second half on Saturday in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. that 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 Creighton team could go toe to toe with UConn Give them a shot. at home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Shireman speaking at the right time, and Alexander yeah. is kind of. You know, and and you brought this up last time we talked about Ashford is really finding his spot mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah, I, I think he's finding his role, but I th- he's he's adapted to what makes Shireman, Alexander, and Kalkbrenner really good, and he has found yeah. the role. And that's not easy, man. That's mm-hmm. to adjust on the fly. No. Yeah, he he's become the big three plus a reliable one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, what I'm calling about is uh, good old Patino. <laughs> I, I watched that game. I actually watched that whole game. Yeah. And, like, if you say these these are the only players we could get, uh, they're so unathletic, uh, is, how is this team going to play for them? I, you, you are I mean, you're, that you're walking down the right path, man. Mm-hmm. That post game presser was awful. Yeah, it, it, it was a it was a terrible look um, to completely crush your team like that. Because Andrew didn't didn't he ask those kids to come to St. John's? Sure did. He, he did. That reflects on him. You know, it, 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 if I was St. John, uh, their their uh, leadership. Would you want him as your head coach? Well, I think you're looking at down the road that eventually he's going to get you to the tournament and maybe like to that second weekend. Uh, but how is he going to get any players I, now? I, I, that I, he just he 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 will get players, but this is a bad bad look. The reality is they're not winning. They've lost eight of ten and they blew mm-hmm. a thirty-eight nineteen lead yesterday to Seton Hall, playing at UBS Arena. You know, which kind of seemed odd that they were playing there and not at MSG, but. 
who, yeah. who knows? Who knows? He's getting squeezed, and this is the true Patino that is coming out. But yeah, he he asked those kids to come to St. John, and now he is Man, I, he's I, crushed them. Yeah, I I don't know if if they even they may physically show up for the next games, but I don't know if they'll even mentally be there. Yeah, and you know Creighton plays there on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Andrew, so. Andrew, appreciate the call. Hey, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. I think uh, one last thing I wanted to get in. I think Nebraska is probably in the tournament. Mm-hmm. But to secure it, they need a road win. Yep, they do. Yep, they got three opportunities to do that in the last five. Andrew, thank you. Um, we'll get into Jacob Bigelow here coming up in a little bit. So, you know, usually we, we, we I love honesty. I love honesty in yep. sports. I love coaches that are honest. I like players that are honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Patino will lose this team if what he said yesterday in his postgame presser, he hasn't said to his team before. And, and right, they, they could be right. on quick watch. Creighton plays there on Sunday morning. Because um, what is the motivation now? Now, they do play Georgetown, which, you know, Georgetown might actually win their second game. Yep. But usually when a coach goes after a players about their effort, or sometimes we can watch and go, oh, yeah, man, Patino's right. In this case, no, I'm on the player's side. You ask the players to come and join you. You knew what you were getting into. You knew the timing of when you were hired and the portal and not being able to get everything you want. You knew about the facilities, and you take that opportunity mm-hmm. to basically crush your program. You're you're a bad loser. You're a bad, bad loser, and it showed, and I'm okay with St. John's quitting on him. And you're also going after like a role player like Sean Conway. Like You use him as an example of not being athletic. Like who, How many people even knew who Sean Conway was when he brought him up? But he, you go after someone who's not even logging that many minutes. And then you also... This is the one that stuck out to me Just more than look anything. At, look in the mirror. I know vampires isn't something when they look in the mirror. <laughs> they can't see the reflection. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, maybe so remember the lost maybe voice. That's, so he, so maybe that's why it's hard for him to not be able to look in the mirror. He can't take accountability because he's a vampire. He can't see himself in the mirror. I mean, I know reflection. it was like, hey, when he was here in Omaha and you know, he had his press, and we're like, ah, that's Patino. Yeah, he's going to go All out right. and do snow angels. A month later, you were a douche canoeer yesterday. Yeah, well, th- th- I don't know why, and maybe it is. I didn't hear it immediately last night getting as much run as, as much as him calling out his team. But when he said that this is the most unenjoyable experience of his lifetime, do we need to run down the like the old chronology of the Rick Patino like downfall like this? Oh, I'm I'm guessing though in that restaurant in Louisville that wasn't enjoyable. Time. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm just like my mind I'm like this. I mean, the, you know, to hell with the the Bowen recruitment and the the prostitutes and everything that that you were linked to. But this is fair women of the night. Like my God, man. Like that again. Just understand what you're saying here, and he's a when loser. there is he's, zero he accountability hand, he on can't himself, handle losing. They've lost eight of ten. He just that's that's Rick Pitino. And if this and if some of this stuff, his criticism about their athleticism and and whatever else that has already been expressed to his team in the locker room, which I I'd like to think it probably was. It's fine if you. If you know that they can take it, and this is a little bit more of a radical way of pushing the right button to get your team to to finish strong, but what's lost in that type of public criticism about your own roster is that accountability that you just said. When you don't, when you show no, absolutely no shred of accountability, where it's the facilities or it's the administration or this is how our coaching staff recruited and we whiffed in the transfer portal, all that stuff like. 
where is it like and that's on me this is this is my like th- there was none of that so everything about it even if it is one of those you know completely old school like rick patino hey there's there's a method to the madness type of examples there is zero accountability and i don't care if you're an old school player or a new school player when you don't hear that from the head coach when they're publicly shaming your team that's a big problem right there i think simeon wiltshire should leave I think he should come to Nebraska. Nebraska. I think he should join his brother. That'd be kind of a good story. Hopefully they were uh, talking on the phone. Another good story is it just, you know, there's there's some really good coaches that are in the Big East. Shaheen Holloway, and I don't know if they'll get into the tournament because they still got a trip to Omaha. They still got a trip to Stores. I think they have a home game against Marquette. Man, he's a really, really good coach. They could have quit yesterday. Yeah. They were down 19. I mean, they had nothing going. And they woke up. And I, he, he can coach some basketball now. Um, they play in Omaha, what, a week from Wednesday? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young coaches in this league that are really, really good. I got a, uh, I got a coach for you at DePaul. You ready? Yeah. Don't overthink this, DePaul, because you need a guy that's a winner and can do a uh, – that can turn things around and has not worked in ideal uh, situations. Are you ready for that guy? Okay. Amir Abdul-Rahim. Is there a Chicago connection, though? I don't. I don't care. Okay. He says he's a good coach. Yeah, that's the the one area that I'm I'm hoping for for DePaul, and that that's interesting because can you recruit that area? All right. Does the guy win? Yeah, I Isn't mean the guy won. Obviously, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there there is that part of it too, but that to me is maybe I'm overthinking it when it comes to DePaul job is being able to recruit that state that area. And having that type of sport. have you not seen what he's had a with the two places he has most recently been at? Yeah, I mean, no, I, the winning part of it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's that's not a good call. I'm just my thing is whoever they get, put a are you are you able to recruit together. there? I know that might not move the needle. Winning will if it Win, works. Winning and working at two places where you have some challenges and you've been able to do it in a short amount of time. Some guy sometimes like Shaheen Holloway. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he would. You know, East Coast, New Jersey, New York guy, and he was at St. Peter's, so he's kind of like you're, you know, close to home. But if you can coach and you can win, I believe that you can win in all circumstances. If you're just flat out a mm-hmm. winner, and sometimes when you work at situations like Kennesaw State or South Florida, and you win, and especially at South Florida, where they, I mean, they used to play in the Sun Dome, and there would be nobody go to the games. Now they got this beautiful facility, and it's packed, and they're winning. You know, and they, and they held on against FAU yesterday. You 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 have to do some things at mid-major programs that you're not going to have to do at a Power Six program. But if you can win and you have the formula for winning and you know how to win and you have a message and you have a culture, you can win wherever. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. I, I hope he's on, I hope he's on their radar. Uh, he might not move the needle in Chicago. I know in the college basketball world he would move the needle. Yeah, and that's the the whole thing is I'm so fascinated what their list looks like right now. Like, are they? It this could be goes, a really good job. I, I I think, and that's what I know. We had this conversation before. I just want to know what type of commitment that that athletic department has mm-hmm. in the basketball program. That that is going to tell you everything you need to know. And if you're able to have insight on like the type of guys that they're going after, the type of list that they have, it'll probably answer that question. But I would think that that would like an Abdul Rahim, uh, maybe a a mid high major type up and comer as well. 
I don't think you're getting anybody of like the big fish that could even consider DePaul because that's just not their profile right now. But yeah, I, that's all right. Just I, get the right coach. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm really curious on like what what doors they're knocking on right now. With right. That job. Jacob Bigelow is going to join us at the top of the hour. He brings up a good point here uh, via text. So Patino throwing his roster under the bus. You know who helped him construct this roster? Hmm. Man that is in charge of his NIL. Matt Abdel Massey. Oh, that's right. He's up there. Right, he'll join us coming up. <laughs> Matt Abdel Massey will not be join, uh, joining us, but Jake Bigelow <laughs> will coming up after a nine. Amy Justin, the last hour. Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 the zone.